I personally believe that if Canada extradites Moon to the U.S., China's revenge will be far worse than detaining a Canadian. Although Canada is a U.S. ally, it should not get deeply drawn into the China-U.S. game. It's in Canada's best interest to try and remain neutral. That is a threat being played right across Chinese state media, a direct threat to Canada of, you know, what will happen if we don't play by their rules, which apparently is just to release Meng Wazhou. And uh, they've confirmed now that two Canadian citizens have been taken into custody, but that's all we know. And what they might be going through, dear Lord, who knows? But if it's anything like what Vancouver, B.C.'s Garrett's, the Garrett's, if you don't recall who they were, they went through this when they were arrested back in 2014 when they were in China. Um, it wouldn't be pleasant. Here's Julia Garrett just giving a taste of, of what they went through when they left a restaurant and they were arrested by the Chinese government. You have six hours of interrogation every day with three people. So I had three men interrogating me for six hours a day, seven days a week. And you never know what they're going to ask. And so you're just trying to deal with that. And then they give you homework at night. So you have to go home and go home. You have to stay in your room and do this sort of homework for them, which is writing all sorts of, of, of confession type papers. So what does Canada do? We are stuck right between two military and economic superpowers. And I don't think either one of them cares what happens to Canada. So how much worse does this get? I can get much worse. Let's ask someone who might know. He's a former immigration minister, but also was a former ambassador to Afghanistan, so he knows the world, uh, this world pretty well. Chris Alexander, former conservative, joins us, uh, former conservative MP, I should say. Uh, he joins us now. Chris, this is kind of, this would be an area you understand, given your background as an ambassador. What would be going on behind the scenes, uh, you know, with the Trudeau government between China and, and them? I think there's a lot of... Uh very um, her urgent quiet diplomacy going on. Uh, I think our government has been notably uh, reticent, low-key in its reaction so far, uh, be, because I assume they're trying to uh, ensure that cooler heads prevail in Beijing. And in my view, they've made the right calculation. This is a mistake for China, because as a public relations exercise, it, it is a disaster, uh, making a lot of people nervous about doing business in China at a time when the Chinese economy is fragile because of the trade war with the United States and so forth. So um, it's, a, it's an overreaction on their part. Uh, it's a serious issue involving uh, Ms. Meng and the Huawei dimension because U.S. Sanctions legislation, especially as it relates to Iran, is serious business. Uh, but Canada is, uh, is, 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 is on the sidelines of that larger issue. Uh, and innocent Canadians shouldn't be suffering in China as a result of it. No, they should not. But Canada is easy to kick around. As you know, China, you know, it's a lot easier to kick Canada than the United States, which is in a trade war. So this thing's got so many tentacles of confusion um, that it kind of gets hard to figure out what, what is worse. So where do you think that, I mean, how much worse do you think this can get? Uh, it, can, it can escalate if cooler heads don't prevail. Um, the... You know, our previous uh, Canadian prisoner in China, 
was there for a long time, well over a year, going on two years. We have other uh, prisoners of conscience with Canadian connections, either permanent residents or um, people with a lot of family in Canada in Chinese prisons. So I don't expect these issues to go away quickly, um, but uh, escalation will hurt both sides. And you say Canada is easy to kick around. I, I actually disagree with that. I think we have a lot of leverage. Uh, our The access that we've given to China, to Huawei, to um, investment in this country is hugely beneficial to both countries. Uh, and if Canadian public opinion starts to push back against that because these moves are seen as so arbitrary and so damaging, uh, that's going to hurt China, which, as I say, is in a fragile position right now uh, up against uh, its, its most important strategic partner, the United States, which is really rethinking its relations uh, in a serious way with China for the first time in almost 50 years. Sure. And you got kind of, you know, the bombastic uh, nature of, of Trump, who might be politicizing this for, for play at home. But, you know, when we've got Canadian citizens being taken into custody, uh, the rhetoric does not help. I mean, it's it's dangerous no. times. It is. And, and I think the Chinese will have been assuming that Canada is offside with everything Trump does. It'll be easy for them to uh, sort of pry us apart from the United States on this issue. Again, that's the wrong move on their part. It's the wrong calculation. Uh, there is bipartisan support in Washington for revisiting the relationship with China. It's not clear where they'll come out on that, but certainly uh, tariffs and trade uh, Rethinking of the trade relationship, it has strong support on both sides of the aisle, uh, and many Canadians are uncomfortable with the way uh, China has taken far too many things for granted recently yeah. and has not evolved, as we had hoped, in the direction of more rule of law, more democratic progress, more independent institutions. On the contrary, things are tightening up there, and it's looking less hospitable for uh, businesses and professionals and organizations that want to see a freer uh, and 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 more pluralistic China. The the interesting thing today, I mean, they, they have their propaganda. They're running it statewide. You know, talking about Canada, and, and they they issued a pretty serious threat, telling Canada, "Hey, you know, you got to play by our rules. You got to let her go, or there will be, um, you know, there will be a payment that you have to make." I mean, they mince no words that there will be a price to pay. What mm. if you were advising the Trudeau government? Do they do? Uh, find leverage and use it. What would our leverage be? To start with, well, yeah. one piece of leverage is the Huawei piece. Yeah. Uh, we are one of the the only major Five Eyes player where Huawei both has a big market position and where things aren't moving rapidly against them. But if we uh, keep that, then we alienate ourselves from our allies because they're not going to put up with Huawei. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I've never been in favor of keeping it, but so long as this yeah. uh, episode continues, we should be making it clear to the Chinese that it's going to get harder for, for Huawei to do uh, uh, business here and that we are going to be on the side of our allies. Uh, we will not, you know, propaganda is propaganda. We will not play by their rules, which uh, in fact is the absence of rules, certainly yeah. rules that we would recognize as justice. Uh, and we expect if business is going to happen, if China is going to be a full 
uh, a member of the World Trade Organization and of the international community, we expect China to observe international trade law and respect human rights, including the fundamental rights of two Canadians that are now languishing in detention uh, uh, for absolutely no reason. Right. Just quickly before I let you go, Chris, I mean, they, I know that the government can't issue a travel ban just for, for political reasons, um, but Canadians, bottom line, they should not be going there, correct? Well, everyone has to make up their own minds. Um, there are thousands, tens of thousands of Canadians who travel to China every month. Some have family there, some are immigrants from there, some are doing business there. Um, they, Everyone will make up their own minds, but I think the calculation for each one of us has changed. Yeah. Uh, and as this escalation continues, as people are picked off the street simply to be used as pawns on a board, we all have to take that into account. Uh, and this is not something that only China is doing. We saw a very rapid escalation, deterioration uh, in our relations with Saudi Arabia. You know, I have discussed in the past. Uh, Russia, obviously, is a tougher place to visit these days than it was in the past. Uh, And there are other countries as well where authoritarian regimes are are showing more and more signs of impunity. Uh, It's sad to see China joining those ranks uh, at a time when the whole world really was expecting uh, it to, um, to, to, to be taking on more responsibility as a law abiding. Uh, and, and constructive member of the international community. This is the opposite of that behavior. Stay tuned. Chris, thank you so much. My pleasure. Thanks, Alex. That is Chris Alexander joining us. So, look, yeah, we have to stay tuned. Who knows what tomorrow will bring? Who knows? It's here on Point. I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.